This is Old School on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Old School on a Thursday. It's after Double Win Wednesday. Two productive, wonderful victories. Proper way to celebrate that is, let's pop a bottle. Kevin Meyer? Ah! Yes, sir. That one's a win. How about this one? See, that's that's when you double win Wednesday is now Thirsty <laughs> Thursdays. Crisp. Professional. Uh-oh. Crisp. This looks interesting. It smells interesting, too. <laughs> this is a, uh, a blueberry cider from Glacial Till. Uh, Right, right near Lincoln, they're southeast of town, kind of Bennett Palmyra area. Okay, there's a, they're also a winery, but they're making some really, really high level ciders, and this is a brand new one from them. Uh, it's a blueberry cider made with natural blueberries, and uh, I think that you're gonna. I know you're on the meds, but you might mm. want to try a little sip just for fun. <laughs> Glacial but, till. Boy, the the aroma just fills up the room. Yeah. I mean, you can smell it from all yeah. craft and blueberry it's a cider. cider. Craft blueberry cider. Yeah, so ciders are made from apples, but then they they blend in some blueberries with it, and um, and just gives it a different taste profile. And it's it's really impressive, all of the creativity that goes into the various ciders they're doing. We did that uh, mango habanero mm-hmm. one here a couple weeks ago. I thought that was delicious as well. And uh, that the habanero was just real subtle. It didn't make it, you know, too too hot or anything like that. It just just a little bit of kind of smoke on the back end. But, but boy, this is a really aromatic cider. I can smell the blueberries like I'm harvesting them right now. Like I didn't know yeah. what, what that smell was. It's it, like if, is that what blueberry <laughs> is that what blueberries smell like? Yeah. Wow, that smells a lot better than I would than I in my mental capacity wrap my blueberry as a as a smell this is way better never had like blueberry pie it never smelled like this no no jay am no, i never had blueberry pie but i have, I have blueberries at home is that a cultural thing yeah I don't are know. you a blueberry pie guy no austin you a blueberry pie guy not a huge pie guy in general yeah, me okay I, I will pop blueberries blueberry muffins are good yeah there yeah. you go yeah with this smells way better it's good. This is great. It's almost too good. Shout out. Shout out to... This that? is a wine cooler. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it tastes like. Yeah. This it, is it, a wine cooler as a beer, as a cider. This is a wine cooler. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Glacial Till. Uh, mm. It's a beautiful spot. <laughs> like I said, they're southeast of town. Right now. Oh, you made yeah. that's the look. Mark this down. This tastes like 1988. This is not, this tastes like to Jade. It tastes like 1996. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is the first time Jay has tasted and smiled for any beverage you brought yeah, in. Yeah, that's pretty really. Good. That's really good. This is the first Jay Foreman W ever. Well, well there's been not, some other ones, but this is a, a astounding. You know, and you know why it's a W? Wow, just just good. look at the let's look at that. That looks. It got that Buffalo Bill blue. True. Ah, there you go. I'm glad you said that instead of the other blue. Because it was the other blue with the silver, I'd have kicked it off the off oh, the console. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <I> <laughs> Nobody talks about that. Yeah. 
This is except okay. So what's the price on this? Uh, these go for like two fifty a can, uh, around uh, twelve bucks a six pack. Um, that's a nice little. That's a nice little uh, get right yeah. there. And uh, that if you ever get a chance to go out wow. there, it's a beautiful spot. They've got the vineyards. They've got. Uh, they also do this thing called fermented Fridays in the summer. They have live music, local craft beers, local ciders. Uh, they've got the grill going, and uh, it's really just a beautiful spot. In fact, they also have a wedding venue out there. My son got married out there in twenty summer 2021, and uh, just a really beautiful spot. So if you ever get a chance, go out and see our friends at Glacial Till. Jim in Lincoln says blueberry pie is a northern thing. Uh, that could be. I mean, mm. so my, my mom grew- <laughs> Look at Minneapolis, my, Jay, over well, there. <laughs> my mom grew up in Minneapolis, and, yeah, I mean, she, you know, she, for – for Thanksgiving, she would always like make like five different kinds of pie, and usually yeah. there was you know there was a pecan. Of course, you had to do the pumpkin, but then the other three were kind of you know sort of a chef's pick, and and uh, a lot of times she'd make a, a blueberry pie, or sometimes even with a, a like a lemon blueberry pie. And it was I was once something. I was once offered by a girlfriend's mother a rhubarb pie. Sure, and that was the last time we talked. <laughs> well, you know the rhubarb is so Tapped sour, out, bro. Yeah, I got some, it's got so some, sour. Yeah, you, I, it. you just have to add so much sugar into it to to balance out this the sourness of the rhubarb. And they had wine with it, and I, and and I really wasn't. I I was kind of dis. I was upset actually. Like, what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> Did you not know I was coming? Like, did <laughs> they trying to test you out, man? <laughs> yeah, you know it's there. All right, what do we got next? What, what's this? Okay, Talk to me. so this is a uh, a French Chardonnay from the Burgundy region. Let me pass these out while I'm talking and try not to spill on the board. Thank you, kind um, sir. Would you like to? I'll put it in front of me. Yeah. And, uh... Okay, so Jim and Lincoln also says rhubarb pie is to die for, especially rhubarb rhubarb strawberry pie. Definitely a northern thing. Well, I've spent time. I just it just never resonated. Well, with me. It, I mean, it just grows wild in in the in the garden and comes up every year. And so you, it's just basically a weed that's super sour, and you add a bunch of sugar to it. And you know, my mom used to like give us a little bowl of sugar and a stick of rhubarb and <laughs> say, "Have at it, have yeah. at it." <laughs> so you forget you know, candy. There it was you like go. A, it was like a remember those things called a licko stick? Yeah. 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 It was like a licko stick, only it was rhubarb and a little bowl of sugar. And, and it left your face purple. <laughs> yeah, uh, it might have. It, uh, I don't know. It, you're, this is some real nostalgist type stuff popping up the, into my brain when you start talking about rhubarb and blueberries and all that. That's why I had to put it out there. So what is this specialty? What's the so, theme? Uh, this is a uh, Chardonnay from Burgundy, France. And Burgundy is the east central part of France. And it it's a... The, the region itself goes vertical, uh, north and south. And when you're drinking a white Burgundy, you're drinking Chardonnay. However, um, a lot of times when people think Chardonnay, they think a real buttery style of white wine. And that's because of a couple of different things and that the French don't do. And so, for starters, American Chardonnay... We generally will put it in a brand new oak barrel, and so it gives it some of that toasty oak and vanilla components. Then they'll also put it through a process called malolactic fermentation. And what that is is that it takes the existing acid, the natural acid, which is malic acid, and converts it into lactic acid or lactose, same acid time found in milk. And so that's why uh, California Chardonnays are often described as being buttery. Well, the French don't do that. 
Um, if it sees any oak, generally they're neutral oak barrels, and so those are barrels that have been used over and over again. So it'll just soften the wine a little bit, but not really impart a lot of the oakiness to it. And then they will also leave the natural acidity alone. So the wines are going to be more crisp and clean and zippy, and to me, ultimately more food-friendly as well. And, uh, you know, we just haven't been doing a lot of white wine lately, probably because it's cold out. But uh, uh, to me, it's fun to talk about the differences of of styles from the same grape types, but from different parts of the world and how they make it and how they process it and and, uh, why it tastes the way it does. Where would you put this one on a scale for priciness? Uh, These are under 20 bucks. They're $17.99. And uh, to me is like a, a... Oh, this is an everybody one. Yeah. yeah it's a perfect example of, of what a, a, a good a Chardonnay... A wedding wine. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> yeah. This is a wedding wine. And Burgundies can get really expensive. Uh, and it's just, let's face it, in French wines, you pay for a lot for the history and the prestige of where it comes from. Now, this is just a general, what they call a Bourgogne Blanc, which is white Burgundy. Yeah. And um, just an easy sipper, uh, not too crazy complex, but I think a, a perfect example of what a Chardonnay tastes like when it's not manipulated with a bunch of oak and uh, manipulation of the uh, the acid varietals. Like this is, I mean, this is an everybody clean palate wine. Yeah, it's very, it's very smooth. Um, I like it, man. You went you yeah, you I mean, went Rod Carew today. You went Rod Carew two for two easy, the, easy. Uh, yeah, well after a, a, a double Wednesday, double, Kevin. double Wednesday, we yeah. got to stick double keep, win. Keep the theme going. Okay, let them know. Let the folks. What is it? What are you? What are you featuring down at the store? Well, right now the big thing that we're doing is our sock drive. Um, so we held back our hardest to get, most allocated whiskeys in all of 2022, and we've got 27 bottles that um, we only see one, maybe two bottles a year of. And what we do is we try to do a different uh, fundraising charitable event uh, with those hardest to get whiskeys. And so we're doing a sock drive. Every pair of socks you bring in, you get an entry for a chance to be able to buy the whiskey at a fair retail price. So many of these, it, it, it blow your mind, the, the whiskey market. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know, it, it's like drugs or something. But it, it's so people will buy a bottle that that's hard to get and then they'll flip it. Uh, for four or five times what it's actually worth, and people are paying it. It mm-hmm. just drives me insane because I spend a lot of money on <laughs> liquor licenses uh, and insurance and right. employees and taxes and all that kind uh. of stuff. But So this is a way that Joe, our general manager, came up with to try to do something good out of a, a, not the greatest situation because when you have d- demand is at a 10 and supply is at a negative 1, it causes problems, right. especially if you're in the business of, of, of selling this stuff. And so... Um, last year we collected 15,000 pairs of socks, uh, all for the city mission. We're just over 5,000 pairs right now. We're trying to beat the 15,000 that we did last year. And that's, uh, that's really what I've got going on. That goes all month and, uh, we'll be doing the drawing on uh, February 1st. So if, if you're a whiskey person, uh, go get some socks, go to Costco, go to Sam's club, go to Amazon, you know, whatever it is and uh, load up, and, and we'll get you entered for a chance to be able to buy these really hard-to-find rare whiskeys. What's a good bu- bulk of socks? How many? What's six-pack, 12-pack? What do you, you think? Oh, I've had people bring in 300 pair. So, you know, but... Uh, that's, any, a, that's a lot of entries. Any, <laughs> any and all are greatly appreciated. I had a guy who said, hey, look, I'm a railroader, and we get allocated, you know, a dozen pairs of gloves. 
I only use typically three throughout the winter for my winter work gloves. So here's my remaining nine pairs of gloves. We'll take that too. Um, underwear, but I mean, it's really a sock drive, but anything that people can use, uh, especially people in need, um, we'll, we'll take as an entry. And But for the most part, socks are the number one most requested item by the city mission. And so that's what we're going for. Can you give the address so folks want to stop by and participate, add to? Yeah, we're right on the corner of 13th and South Streets. The official address is 1244, and our phone number is 402-476-1518. Give that number again. 402-476-1518. Very well. Yeah, two for two. Well done, Kevin Meyer. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it. I'm pretty sure Jake, Jay will take that bottle because that one that's a good one. Kind sir, thank you for what you do all the time. Good hanging with you, fellas. I appreciate it. Kevin Meyer, Meyer, Cork and Bottle, more old school coming up.